tell you a story entitled and the bones washed down now because of the content of the story I'm not going to disclose the location except that it did occur in Alabama it's called and the bones washed down in the Alabama mountains when the spring rains come the streams swell and flood their banks and the water runs down from the mountaintops and hillsides filling dry creek beds taking leaves and debris and even small boulders down from the heights in a rushing torrent and these waters move swiftly along for a time uh, as the rains come and when the rains are done the water eventually finds its way down into the earth again. It is after these spring rains that we love to go walking in the deep woods along these dry creek beds, hunkered down below the banks of the creek with the rocks and debris, mindful that there could be snakes, for it is early springtime, but it is worth the danger, for there could be hidden treasures to find there. There could be pottery shards from ancient cook pots of early man, or even stone tools, spear points, and arrowheads made of flint and broken pieces of settlers' china. And this trip was no different than the previous ones, she said. My husband and I spent the morning searching our favorite spots along the dry creek bed, and by lunchtime, we had spread a blanket to enjoy our meal of roast chicken, cheese, fresh-baked bread, and a bottle of Merlot. We had quite the collection spread beside us on the blanket. There were two musket balls, three arrowheads, one of them broken at the tip, and several native pottery shards, as well as the handle from a cast-iron cook pot, and we were wondering what else we might find before the day was over. After our delicious meal and a brief rest and another glass of wine, we headed back to the creek bed again, with the sun shining bright through the budding trees, and it was in a bend of the dry creek bed, where leaves and debris gather, that Evan found the first of several bones. At first we thought them to be from a bear or a deer due to their size, but after some examination, we knew those bones were human. They were finger bones from an adult and then further down where the bed dropped significantly, we found a rib bone and then another until there were three of these and several vertebrae. We began to speculate as to where these bones had washed from. They were very ancient bones. Perhaps there had been a burial further up the ridge side somewhere that had washed away over the years with the heavy rains. With each find, we added to our collection on the blanket until there were 14 pieces of him altogether. We ate a snack and speculated about how this fellow had died and if we should call the anthropology department at the local college to notify them or if we shouldn't. If we did call from past experience, a group of students and professors would converge on the site and if they found a burial or anything of significance, the state might step in and our wonderful walks and treasure hunts might be curtailed for some time to come. But still, 
There was a responsibility here, and there were questions. Had he been an old man or a young man? We might never know, but as the afternoon moved on, we continued to search the rocks for more of him, and it was just a little before 3 p.m. when we were usually on our way back home preparing for the evening that Evan found his skull. It was half buried in silt and gravel in the creek bed a few hundred feet downstream from where we had found the rest of him. The skull itself was intact, but for a few missing teeth and lower jaw, and Evan lifted it from the ground very carefully as we studied him. There, there was here surely the reason for his death. Embedded in the frontal lobe of the skull was a sleek black spear point. The spear point had gone clean through the skin, sinew, and bone and embedded there. Perhaps this injury had killed him instantly, or perhaps he might have lay unconscious on the side of the mountain for some time. There was even the chance that he had lay conscious, hiding from his attackers, and finally had succumbed to the wound. This last discovery was both final and disturbing. We wrapped our new friend in our blanket and brought home his bones, storing him safely in a basket in the back of the closet while we made return trips over the next few days until we had collected a radius, an ulna, and a femur as well. Then, in late April, the rains returned and the water filled the creek bed again and washed away whatever was left of him or anything else. We never found another single bone from his skeleton. We never told anyone about him either, and he is still resting in the back of my closet in the back room. Years later, after heavy rains, though, we did find a stone hatchet near the location where we had found his bones, and we think that hatchet could have belonged to him. It is resting in the basket with his bones, those bones that washed down. Now I'm going to play you a little thing that's very impromptu about this title and the bones washed down. you enjoyed it. I'll be back soon with another. Have a great afternoon.